A lot of Ravens fans super excited about Lamar Jackson's performance. Somebody got to him and said, you're going to be like Randall Cunningham and you're going to stand in the pocket and we're not going to worry anymore about your rectum. But don't get too excited because it's getting to be around that time where Lamar gets severe diarrhea. So the next time you're at the Ravens game, look on the sideline and you'll see that they installed a porta potty with a chimney and there's smoke coming from it and Lamar's in there taking a shit a horrible lava stinky shit turd shit clumps of turd falling into porta potty water and smoke coming from his anus and he opens the door it's gonna look like he smoked a blunt in there as he stepped out and they're gonna have to put a colostomy bag under his rib cage, fucking pads. So that way, when he gets sacked during a game, you know, he, sometimes he doesn't like it because a little squirt of shit comes out. But one time they accidentally popped his colostomy bag. There's poop everywhere, and they actually had to uh, had the cleanup crew come out there and soak up all the shit turd, the poop with poop towels with paper towels and and then everybody had to get tested for AIDS afterwards and tetanus they're thinking about putting Lamar Jackson in suspenders and flying him around the Baltimore Ravens stadium dressed up as Batman and letting him um, bird shit all over the fans heads the fans they can open their mouth and they can eat the bird shit falling from Lamar's butthole um, a quote his rectum nevermore Brock Purdy Woody from Toy Story they sewed his arm back on and he was ready to be put back on the shelf ready to be sold again to 49ers fans and next thing you know the threads are starting to fall out of his throwing arm he's leaking cotton balls everywhere the dogs and the defensive line they can't wait to fucking rip this little toy apart again just really turn him into a fucking washcloth you know one you can't sew back together just fucking have to throw it in the fucking trash you know Brock Purdy fake Joe Montana fucking acting like he's so calm and under control and poised. I didn't see any pain or sadness or suffering. I saw him trying to prove to us, I throw on time. Okay? And then I watched you get picked off because the fucking player wasn't there in the area where you fucking threw it. And it was sad to see Kyle Shanahan. He's like, his putting all his stock, all his eggs in his basket on fucking Brock Purdy, the little boy. And it takes two years in the NFL for you to prove that you're good because the defensive coordinators, they find out all your flaws and then they fucking use it against you. And honestly, they're just like, they tell their fucking linebackers, they're like, can we just fucking beat the shit out of this little boy? this little fucking kid, like, just go out there and fucking kill him, like, we're gonna fucking let Brock Purdy beat us, like, they don't even watch film, they don't even fucking practice when they play Brock Purdy, she's like, we're really gonna let Brock Purdy fucking beat us, the Cinderella story's over, 
super candlestick. Tyler Badgett, fucking Corey Taylor from Slipknot, high on CrossFit, fucking human cigarette, fucking can of tobacco with a throwing arm. Justin Fields uh, of dreams are turning into nightmares. They need to just trade them to the Falcons. He can go down and hang out with all the black people and Buckhead. And he might even, you know, do good down there. Fucking bring back the Jamal Anderson fucking Dirty Bird. You know, I... But Tyler Badgett, I didn't really see any special throws just saw kind of screens and, and uh, you know, just simple on-point throws um, that led to points, but he just was a passer. He was just standing in the pocket delivering the rocket, uh, and Justin Fields just had to be fucking watching that and be like, God damn it, motherfucker, and that's why you don't run, kids. So I don't run. Then you dislocate. What you dislocated your fucking thumb? He didn't get ever running. He didn't ever throwing. Yeah, he, you know what he did? It front. His eyes are running. His legs may not have been running, but his eyes were running all over the place. And he's standing in the. Even if he did it standing in the pocket and hit it on a helmet from the throw, it was probably a late, indecisive fucking throw. And the defensive lineman got close enough, and he fucking hurt himself from being indecisive because his eyes are fucking running all over the fucking doing gassers all over the game field. He can't keep his eye sockets fucking still. And Tyler Badgett, his pops, he does the the, uh, the arm wrestling. That was uh, that was pretty cool to see. He's got the, the WWF, the wrestling, the persona, the charisma, the character. And he looks like human cocaine. I mean, he literally looks like a line of cocaine. And so maybe he's the Chicago Bears, the fucking, the Chicago cocaine bear that they've always wanted, you know. He's got that domestic violence face that goes deep, you know. He fucking uh, drinks a beer and throws a bomb, you know. Jim Miller, fucking, uh, you know, Kyle Orton drunk white guys with shaved faces beat their wives throw the ball um that's what that's what chicago quarterback you know henry burris they tried it justin fields already about 30 years ago and send justin fields to the can't fucking league league the cfl send them there and uh you know the, the field's wider and he can he fucking uh run across the fucking border and throw the ball over there. Instead of the line instead of running across the line of scrimmage and throwing the ball, you can run across the border. Fucking Justin Fields. That kid fucking sucks, dude. He's got resting fuck face. Resting bitch fuck face. Rolling his eyes in the back of his fucking head, sitting on the sidelines with a shoulder shrug and a fucking Cam Newton towel on his head. Can't do shit. Fucking garbage. Hootie and the Blowfish, motherfucker. Fucking Tracy Chapman. Fucking, God, without a cannon. Holy fuck, I hate Justin Fields. Gardner Minshew, yay. 
play us another one. I wonder why today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. Fucking Christ. The Colts. Looked like I was watching Grand Valley State. Fucking heck. They're going to go the rest of the season with Gardner Minshew. I, I can't even believe the Colts gave up on Carson Wentz like two seasons ago. They were confident. They were competitive. He threw 27 touchdowns and like fucking 11 picks or something. Like he was like, that's like, a, in, in 2000 and uh, period, like in 1998, if he threw 27 touchdowns, you were like predicted to go to the Hall of Fame, by the way. Uh, and so, and Carson Wentz is, isn't in the league. We got Gardner Minshew in the fucking league, but not Carson Wentz. Uh, fucking Baker Mayfield is in the league, but not Carson Wentz. And we got uh, Anthony Richardson, man. He, they should have dressed him up as a Colts cheerleader since he likes to do back handsprings and somersaults and shit. He can, instead of standing on the sideline like with a sling, he can stand on the sideline in a Colts male cheerleader uniform. They just hold cheerleaders up with one arm anyways, his good arm. He could just fucking hold up the cheerleader's pussy and she can fart on his hand and he can fucking lick it off his fucking palm and rub it all over his face or fucking hamburger patty grease off her fucking butt. Indianapolis Colts. Fucking Gardner Minshew. He's, um, not, he's fucking, he went to Washington State, he went to East Carolina and Washington State, why is he still in the league? We got a problem in the NFL, oh, this fucking, this kid, he's a good kid, that's why we gotta watch Brian Hoyer, dude, you guys are paying hundreds and thousands of fucking dollars in season tickets and merch and fucking food sales to go watch a starting quarterback named Brian Hoyer, named Gardner Minshew. You should protest. Stop buying tickets until they bring a fucking big boy in there. Until they bring a balla in there. I, and that's what I think the NFL needs to go to, is I don't understand, like, why it's so easy to just get in the NFL. Like, like P.J. Walker for the fucking Cleveland Browns is in the NFL. Why? For what? There should be, like, a rule. Like, you have to be, like, like the bar minimum to be in the NFL is you have to be, like, Peyton Manning. Or Tom Brady. I don't give a fuck if it took fucking whatever training and all this shit for Tom Brady. I'm talking like, I'm talking like post faggot Tom Brady, like like only the elite versions of the people are like put these quarterbacks in captivity, like training captivity. Like you're not allowed to be in the NFL until you're 1996, Brett Favre. Like you have to like the day one that you start, you're fucking, uh, you're. 1983 Dan Marino like day one that's it period and we don't have to watch any more of this fucking people growing up on national television Jordan Love fucking bullshit like it should just be the best like you don't watch people like grow up in the NBA you, you just like it's almost like when you like to when you're in the NBA like the dude's just good he's just slam dunking like fucking day one He's just fucking dunking the ball and winning the dunk contest, and he's just fucking, like, day one. Like, we're not sitting there watching, uh, 
you know, this isn't the fucking 90s anymore where we have to sit through Kobe Bryant missing fucking free throws and three-pointers and shit. Like, it should just be Black Mamba fucking Kobe Bryant. And that, that's what's pissing me off about the NFL is they're not even taking their... They're not even taking the fucking product seriously. And we're having to save our money and fucking pay and watch it and they're not giving us any good players like you shouldn't I'm not gonna fucking I mean put the shit like put it on fucking the player can't play until it's like Patrick Mahomes now and then and then you know what like put that game on pay-per-view and I'll buy it like a fucking fight I'll buy if you can guarantee me that I'm gonna watch Patrick Mahomes now versus 1983 Dan Marino and every single fucking game is going to be that fucking uh, Favre versus Elway in the Super Bowl 1997 every single game is going to be that kind of fucking game put it on pay-per-view I'll pay and watch that but I'm sick of watching fucking uh, Brian Hoyer play fucking quarterback Jordan Love I gotta watch Bryce Young grow up put him in a fucking dog cage a kennel until he's not a fucking kid anymore and then take him out when he's a killer and I'll fucking watch I'm, I'm sick of the he's a good kid shit I want to see the killers I want to see the fucking killers in Russell Crowe with Gladiator you do they just fucking if you, you just got killed if you were a fucking faggot if you were a kid they just fucking killed you they did the thumbs down thing they threw a spear through you I want to see the killers. I'm sick of watching the kids. I, Brock Purdy can be good all he fucking wants, but he's boring. I don't want to fucking watch it. I want to watch bombs. When I watch baseball pitchers, they throw the fucking ball. 103 miles an hour. I want to watch a beast. I don't want to watch fucking Brock Purdy. I want to watch a fucking beast. God damn it got a huge problem in our country right now with the NCAA creative players have actually come true. These white families, these middle American white families, their pops with their iPads, they're filming their kids, they're wearing the fucking tum-tum head buttons, bands, and they're fucking taking them to training, and, and I'm not just talking about one pair of pops, I'm talking about all the kids' parents. And they're putting the film and they're posting it on social media. They're editing out all the faults. It's a real life NCAA creative player occurring in the form of content on social media. And you wonder why college football sucks. You wonder why these kids suck. Because they're they're not they don't have talent. Like when I came out and I was a five star when I came out, bro. You had to you had to like mail a DVD like US Postal Service like FedEx and then you had to hope a coach opened the mail and watched it and had a DVD player and would put it in okay you had to send a VHS tape and you had to hope that they popped the tape in and they watched it and that they could find out who you were like they had to guess like if you didn't write your name on the tape, they'd be like, who am I watching? And you had to hope you popped on film. It wasn't social media where they put a little circle around you and it follows you and you got your name and your address and your fucking 
credentials and shit. It would just say Harrison, fucking 6'3", 220 pounds, from Tampa, Florida. And you had to hope they called you on your house phone. Not your cell phone. Couldn't contact you on Twitter or anything. Call you on your house phone. And uh, my pops, he hung up on Steve Spurrier. He said he's not going to South Carolina. He's in the shower. I said, what the fuck you do that for? I want to talk to him. And so... This is, this is the fucking thing, is the white kids, they're terrible. White kids are usually terrible unless they're a quarterback, give or take, like, Brian Cushing or something at linebacker. But, like, Will Shipley at Clemson, like, he should be, it's a D3 kid. He somehow, he's at Clemson, probably because he has a fucking mixtape. He has a highlight tape his parents put together. They paid some guy off Fiverr to fucking edit it and put fancy rap music to it. And that's why you're seeing horrible play in college football because these parents putting together NCAA creative players that aren't real. Remember when you play the video game, you put like huge calf muscles, you fucking tape his ankles and you get him dressed up all sexy and and like they would look cool and then you go play with them in the game or whatever, give them super speed or what. That's what the parents are doing is they're fucking like... The kid's eight, and he's on the speed ladders and the treadmill and doing all this training, and then he just doesn't have the raw talent, the power. You know, I was bench pressing uh, fucking 375 pounds as a junior, squatting 675. I wasn't doing any training. I didn't do any speed ladders or any of that fucking faggoty-ass shit. I was just straight up under the bar jacking weights. And... So the parents, they're, they're paying, and the kids, they look twitchy, and they look fast, and they're good at the drills, and they go to the combines, and they kind of make the catches, and kind of make the throws, and they got good 40s, and three cone, and they got the vert and everything, but it's just not real. It's all aesthetic by some asshole parent, and you get tricked into recruiting a five-star that's actually a .5-star, or fucking no-star, and next thing you know, you're trying to win with walk-ons. And... It's a real problem. It's a, the fake white kids. And what do you do? Do you sue Rivals.com? Like, when are they going to get hold accountable? You, they gave you a five-star. I fucking recruited you. I had to recruit you because my fans want five stars, so they're going to complain in Reddit. I had to recruit you, or I'm going to get fucking fired. Why didn't you get the five-star in your region? I believe Rivals. And next thing you know, I got a fucking kid with the talent of a fucking two-star, a walk-on. He sucks. Can't fucking do anything. And then I got suckered. That's false advertising of athletes. Then I want to talk to you about uh, how the the kid, he's a five-star, and, you know, he's got to live with that the rest of his life. He gets his first job, and they're fucking, uh, you were a five-star? You're fucking, yeah, yeah. I was a hundred stars. Ten stars what I was. That's what I fucking say. Then they go Google search you, and they fucking look you up, and they read about you, and fucking call you a faggot, and say you sucked in college. Everyone hates you, and all that. But no one knows who you are, bro. Go back to your fucking accounting, and fucking eat my ass. How about that? How about I fucking mash this donut in your stupid, dumb fucking face, and pour a cup of coffee on your fucking head? How about that? I'll fucking pick you up and throw you through the fucking window of my fucking office building. You'll be fucking laying in the parking lot like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber with a broken fucking leg. I'll pull my dick out and piss out the window on your fucking body. And, and so, you know, that's, there's a lot going on there.
I think you should be able to pay to get out of prison. I think that Trump, you know, he's a billionaire. You know, the hard work, the dedication, the, the price that you had to pay, the sacrifices made to get so much money and to get paid and to be a billionaire. And, you know, we're all broke, all of us, we're all broke. You know, you think you're a middle American, what are you making, 150K? Well, if somebody's worth a billion and you're worth 150K, how are you in the middle? We're like homeless people with homes. You understand? We're like fancy homeless people. And so I just think if you put in the time and the effort and the idea to get a billion dollars, there should be life tokens. They should be able to say like, hey, I, I don't fucking care if I killed somebody or fraud or whatever it is. Here's fucking, uh, and I know they have fines and shit, but like it should be like a bit more than that. It should be like, here's a billion dollars, dude. Fucking, that's, and I'm not going to prison. Leave me alone. And you should just be able to pay off your fucking prison sentence. Like you earned it. That's a life token. I want my life back. Here's some of fucking here. Take some of my tokens. It's as simple as that. That just seems like the price you paid to get a billion dollars is probably worse than death anyways and worse than jail time anyways. I already served my fucking sentence. Here's some tokens. Give me my fucking life back. Leave me the fucking loan. And you drop all the charges. I gave you a bunch of dollars and that's it. And that's fine. I'm fucking sick of people saying, like, the president should go to fucking... No, he shouldn't, bro. He gave up everything to be the fucking president. He didn't have to do any of that. You can't fucking do any of that. You know the fucking problems it is to be president and the people you have to deal with and talk to and the manipulation, the sociopathy and the fucking psycho people you're fucking dealing with? No one, you can't do that shit legally. Everything, you have to use a, what are you going to be a billionaire and you're just going to sell to white Christian people? You got to sell to fucking black market terrorists. You got to fucking do everything to get a billion dollars or you're, what are you going to, that's why you fucking want a piece of the fucking pie. You fucking... You gotta fucking deal with, you know, there's all kinds of toppings you put on a pizza pie. Pepperoni and sausage and not pineapples. I won't fucking put pineapple on my fucking pizza, you fucking piece of shit. Who the fuck thought of that? Oh my, you know what tastes good with this tomato sauce and piece of fruit on my pizza. I don't eat vegetables on pizza. Any, I don't give a fuck if you like vegetables on fucking pizza and jalapenos and all that bullshit. It's like people get a cheeseburger. It's like, oh, there's lettuce on it. What it for what? What does the lettuce do? It adds a crunch. That's what potato chips are for. I love... Now, or if you love lettuce on your cheeseburger so much, then how come I don't see you eating a fucking uh, salad and a fucking with ketchup as the dressing? With mustard as the dressing? With mayonnaise? And then you said you love fucking burgers so much. I don't see you eating a pickle salad with fucking uh, ketchup dressing. Fucking cocksucker. I was watching the Peyton Manning cast last night for a little bit like Eli Manning looks like a human fucking bobblehead there's something off with him man I just I was wondering if he gets has a few beers and he starts fucking chasing his wife around the dinner table if he like loosens up or anything he fucking opens up a little bit and uh and he just and you know he fucking just butt fucks his wife and steps on her face with his bare foot and it's just fucking Eli Manning and he's just fucking he's like I'm gonna take you to pound town fucking dog faced bitch um you know a little they're a little too polite Peyton's getting annoying I've talked about this in the past it's kind of just getting annoying it's like get this guy a fucking Prozac like he thinks pro football is like fucking 
real life or something. You just fucking calm the fuck down. He's like, thinks he's so cool because he knows, like, fucking... That's what Peyton Manning thinks. He thinks he's so fucking cool because he's, like, famous for, like, being really smart and studying football. He thinks he's, like, a some kind of fucking scientist. And, and I've talked about this. They do that. Like, because you can score a lot of points, you're a fucking scientist. I led a football team to victory. I also fucking helped make the vaccines. Shut the fuck up, Peyton. Fucking probably have the brain of a poor person. All that time playing pro football. You don't even know what fucking poor people, problems, disease, death. Fucking divorced families because they got fucking retard kids. They got to push around in wheelchairs. Women out there, you got to be care careful who you fucking marry. You can't throw a football. You're going to have a little fucking... Uh, kid he's gonna can't throw the fuck are you gonna do with that you're gonna be those loser parents at the little league game and you fucking your kid sucks and he's obsessed to stand on the sidelines and they don't put him in because he sucks and he can't fucking throw and he's not athletic and that's the fucking life you want you want to sign your kids up for sports and just have everyone say he fucking sucks careful you have sex with you gotta make sure the guy can throw bring a football on the date and he can throw a 30 yard spiral before you suck his cock before your life spirals out of control. A lot of guys can't. Goofy. I, I've seen grown men all the time. They throw something and I'm like, Jesus Christ. You never fucking went out at 2 a.m. and threw grapefruits at fucking cars? Threw oranges at cars? It's fucking... That's all you did in Florida is you just waited and a fucking car drive by and you fucking barrel them with fucking grapefruits and oranges and dent their car and break their windshield and shit. Sometimes I'd wait for them to get... 70 yards away, I fucking throw an orange as far as I could and smash their windshield. Their brake lights would come on. I fucking scream laughing and start running. Then you cops would come and shit. You'd be sneaking around the fucking neighborhood all scared. Vandalism um, is the type of person that will get you a victory. The fucking killers, Davo Sweeney, fucking is recruiting churches. He's recruiting these fucking white kids from these fucking churches you need to go to a poor family and recruit crime and then you say that your kid your baby is going to be the one that's going to break the chain of poverty i'm this is a foster care if you give me your kid i'll turn him into a football player and lead your family to a fortune um and you, you gotta go you gotta go to a popka you know, where they chase the jackrabbits you know miami you gotta go fucking you know, we gotta pull these kids. You gotta, t you gotta, t the politics, they do it. The fucking Hillary Clinton and the trafficking and the ch ch Haiti children. NFL should tap into the Haiti children. Let me have some of those kids. There are a few halfbacks in there. Fucking cut a deal. Like, you know, NFL play 60 with Hillary Clinton's Haiti kids. I, you can't make this shit up. Kirk Cousins last night brought upon us the Fourth Reich of Islam. Gutenhagen direct descendant of Hitler, he told Jordan Addison to go deep. And our favorite white nationalist got himself a win. The KKK kid himself, fucking Kirk Cousins, he, uh, you know, he had the offense of practicing a cold magic all week long. He has a, a crystal skull and a burlap bag, and he, the ref asked for a game ball, he gave it to him, and he said, uh, you see a guy who looks like Indiana Jones around here with a whip, you fucking tell me right away. He went out there and beat Brock Purdy, and afterwards they 
cut Brock Purdy's head off and they skinned his face off with a potato peeler and they soaked his skull in muriatic acid and they connected it to the glowing skull and the skull said, one more skull. And they grabbed Kyle Shanahan before he got off the team bus, uh, an Ally Barton security guard, and they cut his head off and soaked it in acid and they put the Kyle Shanahan's head, the glow skull, the glow in the dark skull and Brock Purdy's head, they put them together in a portal open to the sky, a light. And, and and there was a UFO up there and it sucked Kirk Cousins up into it and it took him home to get some pussy from his wife. Can Tua lead the Dolphins to a title? He's still drawing crosses on his face. I don't know that Dan Marino ever drew on his face or Elway or Brett Favre. They never put, you know, I know J.J. McCarthy does Tiger Beat Magazine fucking Michigan quarterback um, little kid that gets so small and tiny he's like Justin Bieber in the backfield uh, but Tua I don't know if he's tough enough there's a story came out about his pop spanking him as a kid if he had a bad little league game and the, came out right before the SEC championship and then he played bad and was crying on the sidelines and Jalen Hurts went in and led them back and beat the Georgia Bulldogs and then they benched Jalen and Tua threw four picks of the natty and Nick Saban hates fucking, uh, you know, usually only wins with pizza-faced white quarterbacks. Um, I do think Jalen Milrow has a chance to be the next Vince Young. He's got that fucking, uh, you know, he's got a that horse-like fucking gallop when he runs like Vince had and that suspect throwing, but he can throw it deep out of nowhere. He can, that's the only pass he can complete is a 75-yard post-corner. Um, or an all-out blitz, floaty fuckball. Um, Alabama's going to win the natty on accident. Uh, I know they're not this year, maybe, or maybe this year, but next year. So, so he's sneaking in that motherfucker. Kirby Smart's keeping tabs. He's he's fucking scared. I'm telling you right now. Saban's got that team fucking feeling good. You don't want to see that fucking team. Um, and. You know, uh, Tua, though, is he gonna, can he win the title? You know, Dan Marino, I said, he didn't draw, he put a, he would take the bag of cocaine that the blow was in, he turned it inside out, and he'd rub it in his gums, if that counts as drawing on his face. Um, I could just see Dan Marino at a Hooters, and he's just got a waitress on his lap, and he's just got his fucking thumb up her ass while he's eating a chicken wing with the other hand, and she's just sitting on his thumb. And he's just got it up or moist fucking asshole and he just pulls it out and sucks on it like it's a fucking Tootsie Pop. Um, but I don't, too, I don't know if he can, I don't know if what he's going to be able to do because he doesn't play uh, good in big games. And I think, like I said, his pops used to beat him and then I think he remembered that and it hurt his feelings and embarrassed him. And I think he remembers it every time there's a big game, he remembers about his pops spanking his butt. Plays bad. Drew Aller. Holy shit. Did he not fucking play good in versus Ohio State? And then he said, I suck afterwards. Uh, and then he went back to the team shower and fucking. And James Franklin uh, got Jerry Sandusky out of prison and had him waiting in there with a towel over his shoulder for Drew. And, you know, he said, your punishment is Jerry Sandusky is going to pound your pooper, kid. And Jerry Sandusky, pink sock, drew out, just really pounded his pooper as hard as he could. And 
he heard the ghosts of children yay, clapping, woo, fucking in the background. He's scared out of his mind. And then uh, James Franklin was watching with with uh, night vision goggles on. He could see all the children screaming and clapping and crying. And and uh, Drew Aller was just getting his pooper pounded and pink socked against the shower wall. And a turd fell out of his butt. And Jerry Sandusky didn't stop pounding his pooper. He just stepped on it and pushed it down the drain. It was blowing the shower head in his face. And he said, you played like shit. Now I'm going to make you shit. And, uh, and Drew, would, towards the, he was just real down afterwards. He just sat in the corner of the shower sucking on his thumb. And James Franklin took his night vision goggles off. And he said, uh, you know, there, there's consequences, you know, for losing at Penn State. You know, Jerry Sandusky's penis. And any, any player that doesn't fucking uh, do good at Penn State. They're not running gassers. They fucking, uh, they're, they get uh, bad gas from Jerry Sandusky pounding their butt. Drew Aller will never forget the time that Jerry Sandusky gave him dick. And uh, it's a a whole thing. The quarterback at Ohio State uh, from the family of cannibals, Craig Krenzel, his cousin, uh, a little white kid. You know, Ohio State tried to win with the black kids, the Terrell Pryors, JT Barrett's, and Braxton Miller's. Um, all better than Caleb Williams, who is not even Woodrow Dantzler. He's not even Taj Boyd. He's not even Brad Smith from Missouri or Eric Crouch from Nebraska. Um, Caleb Williams can fuck off. I mean, he's not even the famous Jet Jackson from Disney. He's not the fucking, uh, you know, he's already starting for the fucking Cardinals. The Joshua Dobbs, he's already starting. That's, I mean, that's who he is. Joshua Dobbs at Tennessee, fucking, he would lose games all the time. I mean, at least Cam Newton won a national title at Auburn. I mean, this this kid fucking hasn't done anything. Caleb Williams, he hasn't won anything. He loses all the time. He lost to Tulane. He loses to Utah. He loses all the fucking time. Wants to own, or own a, a piece of the franchise? What if you're a bust and you fucking suck, you blazing-looking motherfucker? And then what? It's crazy. And now he's going to sit out the the season. I, I don't know. I was reading online. I guess they said he's like a locker room cancer. He only wears size 12 shoes. That's not that big. Those aren't, that's not big enough shoes. Should have lied and said 14 or 15. I, I wear size at least 15 shoes. 12 and a half where you have little kids' feet. It's like he acted. He was so confident, so, so cocky about it. He doesn't even realize how bad he is. And I'm not saying like him specifically, but when you play college football, like you're just like a little high school quarterback still. You, it, you literally like, you're not going to be a good quarterback until you're like 25. You have to go through so many fucking footwork drills and change your whole mechanics and your toe leans and push down into the earth and fucking, he doesn't even know what he doesn't know yet. And yet he thinks he's like this fucking beast. He's like, he one, he can't win a championship, but he's got horrible footwork and, and it's going to take a lot of NFL coaching to, to, uh, to fix this kid. I mean, no quarterback that goes to the NFL is fucking, look at Bryce Young. I mean, you think you're a beast and you're just not. You just, you don't have the mechanics. You don't have the belt line, the waist yet. 
he's really bad and like everybody's saying he's a baller i'm like bro you need to just calm down and just and just relax and fucking be humble um like kendrick lamar you losing fuck and that, but anyways, the kid at Ohio State, I mean, he's, they might Craig Krenzel this shit. They might fucking go to the natty Ohio State and they might win just because he's a boring white guy. He's not fucking, you know, CJ Stroud. I know he's doing okay for the Texans, but he did give up, you know, he was up fucking 20 points versus Georgia and he fucking lost. He gave it all up to Stetson Bennett, the fucking serial killer, Stetson Bundy, you know, and, and, all those kids, all those failed black quarterbacks at Ohio State. In fact, the last 60-something years, they haven't had a Pro Bowl quarterback. And that includes, I guess, Steve Belisari um, and and some of these other guys. But this kid might be the boring one. He might be the astrophysicist, the biomolecular fucking engineer, Craig Krenzel, who can win a championship just by running the ball and just completing passes. He's got great receiving core. Um, but sometimes that's the guy. It's just the boring guy who's not, you know, who's underestimated, you know, under, seems like he's underachieving and, and all the pressures on uh, Maserati Marv. And that's a great name. I don't know why people are telling, uh, trying to make that name stop, but the Ohio State QB, I mean, since he was a little kid, he's been, a, he grew up in a cannibal family and has been parents would feed him uh the flesh of humans and blood the flesh the blubber he'd eat human feet like it was fucking from a, in a crock pot pulled pork um parts of people's bodies and it just it you know they would his parents would feed him uh pineal glands uh like they were fucking uh, peas and it's just all adding up now for him to just, he has so many different people that he's devoured, like inside of his body, like their souls, like he's like Highlander and they're all like super powering him into like some kind of superhero that's going to have a great season. Um, and he's going to dedicate the season to all the people he's eaten, uh, in his entire life. Um, human flesh like you get you get like skills like you you get better excel using word computer skills all kinds of shit happens when you take people's souls that's why you see like uh you know that's why serial killers like they fucking eat people and they're so smart and they can evade the cops and stuff 